one that the panel today is dominating with his music choice. And it's always great to catch up with this man, James Cummings, the champion trainer who is the head trainer for Cadolphin in this country, joins us now in a day that he has been dominating in previous years. The race meeting that holds the run to the Rose, the Theo Marks, the, the Ming Dynasty quality, especially up there in Sydney. Hello to you, James. Thanks for your time as always. Good morning, Gareth. My pleasure. How are you? I am very well. I'm very well. Let's get stuck into this preview today. Marquez, he's a winner this preparation, and he goes up to the 1800 metres. Are you happy with his progress once again? Yeah, he's pulled up. Uh, he's pulled up great from his uh, last win. He's got the double hat trick on the board, and yet he's only been winning by narrow margins. So. Difficult for people watching our horses' progression about where the where the where his cap might be, but um, look, he looks like getting a run of the race sort of stuff here, and I've been very keen to get him out in distance, considering he's by Tavistock out of our Group One middle distance mare Purple. Um, this will be this will be a very interesting test off a good pace with a couple of um, couple of high rating opposition um, from different races here. And I know Cadolphin and yourself are enjoying the challenge with Marquez, um, breeding and going to Tavistock, a staying proposition for the organisation. When you talk to Dominic Byrne and you sit back in the car and you analyse what the future is for a few of these horses on a, on a Monday, can you just take us inside the inner sanctum, what you're thinking about Marquez? What, what is his ceiling? What's your gut feel? Well, we'd like to think that he's, uh, he, he's comfortably now fitting in the progressive category. But, yes. Uh, but everyone who wins a wins a race with a with a with a staying type like Marquez, where they say he's a he's a progressive stayer of the future. Yes. <laughs> so he's uh, so he's, what, he's so he's one of those, and time will tell just how far he'll go. But there's a lot to like about yep. the way he prances around and his track work, and 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 he, he appears he appears so far to be uh, you know at least a middle distance horse with a turn of foot, yes. and those horses are rare, and they're you know, they're they're enjoyable to have coming through the grades. It's definitely fair to say he's got upside, James. My quest. Race, <laughs> race six um, in the Scirocco Stakes. Geez, I learn something every day, and I'm trying to pick your brain from time to time, and I see Zapateo. She was scratched there from the Concord last Saturday. She trials on Monday, and you did this a couple of times. You did this with Red Card, I think, as well. I don't think I've ever seen you do this too much. Troll your horses Monday or early on in the week and then race on a Saturday. Oh, well, you know, you've got to keep learning, don't you? Yes. You, you've got to keep learning. You've got to keep trying new things. And horse racing and in life, Gareth. But I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be a problem for Zapateo. She's up and about and feeling good. You know, I was bullish on your channel a week ago about how she's been going. And uh, look, I think I think that this is I think this is a very good setup for the mare. She's come back well. Uh, she. She just needed a lung burner to ensure that she was going to be capable of switching off over six furlongs fresh up, and uh, you know it's a bit, it's a bit of a different, a bit of a different test running over five furlongs last week or, or six furlongs this week. But um, but it's a, it's a great setup for her. She's very well in at set weights and penalties, and uh, I can uh, I can assure you that we're expecting her to run a very very good race fresh up. Looking forward to seeing her go around in the Scirocco Stakes. It's a beauty there. Race six at Rose Hill. Race seven, you had a couple of chances, but Tom Kitten, he was superb and up and coming. He shouldn't have done what he what he did that day under the circumstances. 
He heads to the Ming Dynasty quality. You would say he's a lot better at the weights. And I was looking back at the history of this race, and it's been a good race, especially for the three-year-olds going on to bigger and better um, achievements in the spring. Mm. Quick Thinker won the Ming Dynasty in 2019, went on to win a derby. Um, or was a derby winner, I should say. Then Golden Rose in um, the Golden Mile, finished second in the Golden Rose, and then won a Caulfield Guineas. Is he is he more of a, a spring championship horse, or do you think now with that turn of foot that he could be a Guineas horse, Tom Kitten? Yeah, well, you know, uh, wind the clock back a few more years, and you'll find that So You Think loomed up outside a horse called More Than Great. Yes. Just getting beaten in a photo finish. But, um, but, but Tom Kitten, uh, Rose will be interesting on the weekend, Gareth. It was, it, it, we found ourselves with a six-metre rail last time we were at Rose Hill. And, uh, you know, there was a little bit made about how difficult it was to make up ground at Rose Hill. Now it's back into the true. So, you know, with the wide draw, Tom Kitten looks like being forced to be ridden a lot a lot like he was ridden first up. Uh, but he, as you said, he just about shouldn't have done what he did in the up-and-coming. And he's quite well-weighted here, given that... Uh, Given, given that a horse by the name of King Colorado nominated for the, the race and, uh, mm. and, and therefore didn't quite allow those horses at the bottom to be gaining their full advantage for having lost to Tom Kitten two weeks ago. So yes. he's beautifully in the race. Um, unfortunately, he's going to have to deal with a draw. But uh, with, that, with that rail going back into the true, a big field, hopefully offsetting uh, what looks like a slow pace on paper with not many you know, horses with natural strong early speed um, might be might be a, might be a pretty exciting race to watch yeah I think Tom, he's, got a, yeah. he's got a he's got his stable mate he's got his stable mate the Kingman Philly Zardozzi in the race Kingman side another 1600 meter group one winner over the weekend in Europe and uh, and hopefully Zardozzi is going to start looking really good when she's stepping up in distance and this is up to seven furlongs for her but um, but she's equally challenged on the on the speed map, and uh, and you'd hope that horses are running on and um, and looking threatening from back in the pack if uh, if if Zardozzi's certain to run in this race. Yeah, and she's still your Oaks horse. Yeah, look, um, I think she's got to get she's just got to get back in the game after that um, after that first up run. So let's um let's just get let's just get a yeah. at least at least threatening to hit the board before we um, before we start talking about the, the best of the best. And Tom Kitten, as I just mentioned before, he was so dominant there first up, and we're excited to see what he can do on Saturday. Is he still, is the spring champion state still his number one goal, you think, this, this campaign? Oh, well, uh, look, I like, the, I like the spring champion stakes a lot, a lot for the horse, but, um, but we'll, we'll see where, we'll see where, he takes us, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the, uh, I think in the short term, um, I think in the short term we've at least got, we've at least got a such a smorgasbord of options for these horses, Gareth. It's, yes. it can be, it can be misleading to steer you and your listeners down to one specific race when that, when a, a really, a really, um, benef- you know, beneficial opportunities elsewhere might pop up. So we've just got to be a bit careful about committing. 100% well said, James. We appreciate that. And Cylinder in race number eight, the run to the Rose. You look back at the history of this race and the Blue Army have dominated it in secret, Animo, Bivouac. I've got my Astern hat on today, James. 
And um, it's been a great race for the stable. And this bloke's a beauty. It looks like he could just continue on the domination for Godolphin in the James Squire run to the Rose. Yeah, well, look, uh, he's he's really going along beautifully, Cylinder. He he, uh, he got away with that first up win with a, with a narrow victory there. The first four across the line really flew it flew the last four hundred metres, and uh, and he's improved nicely from from that effort. This is um, this is perfect up the six furlongs three weeks later. There's not a lot of pace on paper. Um, Libertad, Libertad's got to be respected as an undefeated horse. How could you possibly know the ceiling of that horse? And uh, and and then uh, and then just the you know just the fact that the fact that, that it's the race itself that always every year seems to throw up absolute top line three year olds. And you've mentioned you, you know you've mentioned a few of them. You you um you left out Hallowed Crown, but you've mentioned a lot of other beautiful horses that have won this race and have been running on strongly. Seen second of bivouac, um, you know. Wow, it's a really good. It's a really good. Uh, it's a really good race historically, and you'd, you'd have no doubt that horses are going to jump out of their jump out of the ground and race out of their skin here because, uh, you know, you've got a golden rose two weeks two weeks away just around the corner. And I hope Cylinder really puts his hand up because he would have he would have saw in secret do what she did in the Concord, and he would say, "Hey, James and Vin and." And Dominic and the driver, don't forget about me for an Everest. Three-year-olds can win the Everest. Don't think that that, that she's just the walk-up start for that race. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's right. Uh, he's he's um, he's not one that we should be forgetting for targeting any big-time sprint race on the calendar. And he's had his crack at a golden slipper already. Uh, wonderful effort to run second to Shinzo. And, well, wouldn't that be interesting finding Cylinder in the Golden Rose against Shinzo first up from a spell. It's going uh, to be a beauty. The pro- prospect that Ryan Moore might jet in there to take that, that ride on that Cornwall Colton. So, oh, it's good It's good to see the uh, good, horse, good horses and the, 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 the clashes coming up in the next few weeks. I feel sorry for me old mate Golden Mile. He hasn't had too much go right this preparation. Forget, up, forget his first up run. And I know that he pulled up with some lacerations there the other day, but... He still looked, he wasn't himself, James, and you put the blinkers on him here on Saturday. What are you hoping? Well, we've got to get the Golden Mile back in the game. Yep. Um, uh, we, 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 we've got to be committed, and, uh, and we've, got to, we've got to race the horse with confidence. This is a good race for the horse coming out of the, uh, the strength of that wing stakes form. A few horses that ran towards the rear in the wing stakes turned it around and placing to the Chelmsford. You know, Lindemann turned it around, and uh, the Derby winner and second, you know, second in the Chelmsford after running towards the rear in the Winx. So um, I think the Winx will be okay. I think the, we can rely on how well the horse was going first up when he raced over six furlongs at Rose Hill, and he's not too badly in in a handicap, um, considering uh, considering his rating as a Group One winner. Just mix things up a little bit with the horse, and uh, and and I like that he's going into this race fitter than he's been all preparation. And that little bit back in distance might be might be um, might be his go also. And Nasher board as well. Um, so looking forward to seeing Golden Mile with the blinkers on. So an improved effort for him and the Theo Marks. Tamerlane came a long way last preparation. How is he trained on? Well, Tamerlane's really flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether he runs here or whether we wait for the Bill Ritchie, we'll just give that give that a, um, a couple of days worth of thought. But uh, but gee, he could really. He could really control this race from a prominent position in the run. 
and um, and there's a lot to be said for for him for him running well in a in a race like this down in the weights. But um, but love the way that horse is going. Uh, he, this is a this is the type of preparation that he could really go to another level, and it uh, it it seems to me this horse has got a good run in him. This preparation. So that's Tamerlane. Whether it's the Theo Marks, we wait for the Bill Ritchie. Um, and then we go to Red Card. Wasn't she fine towards the back end of her preparation? She only had three runs last time. Um, she smashed the clock in a good race there in a race that you love to target at Scone, the Denise's Joyce. Um, and then she was dominant there during the carnival in Brisbane. Adam Hieronymus is an interesting booking, James. Yes, well, um, uh, as your listeners would be well aware, is that... Uh, Really unfortunate for James McDonald that he mm-hmm. uh, that he came off uh, a runner at Wyong uh, last week and still booted, still gave up half his rides and booted home two winners on one leg there on the weekend. But uh, but on doctor's orders he got a, he got some further scans and he's out for thirty days thirty days stand down. So I feel for James. One one um, one silver lining is that he didn't ride in the Wyong Cup and something might have happened that could have been worse than than just a foot, but um, he's uh, as Caitlin Malian said, he's made a different stuff. Yes, <laughs> he, he took a he took an Uber back to Wyong and drove his car home with a fractured foot and booted home two winners the next day. Amazing, um, amazing athlete. They say he tried out for the All Blacks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I haven't met a Kiwi yet who hasn't tried out for the All Blacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, uh, so Adam Ironimus has been um, she's been riding beautifully since he came back, um, and uh, predominantly for Tulloch Lodge. But this is the type of filly that could really um, suit Adam. He can ride red card up on the pace, and uh, and she's flying. So um, Adam's got the the pick up ride off James, which is essentially the point I was making by referring to James McDonald. And uh, and and I, I think she'll run a good race for Adam. She's really going quite well. What's the situation there? Young Zach Lloyd won the Bark Cummings. Now he's riding one for Team Hawks. Do you have to? What is that getting difficult at the moment? To like, there's a, he's obviously got a lot of interest, but um, he's your apprentice. Well, actually, I talked to Zach about it on Monday, and Zach's 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 in a perfectly good position. He's very very happy where he is. He knows full well. From time to time, he's having to knock back other opportunities to ride for us. Mm-hmm. But he's 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 in he's in the zone, you know. He's he's lost his claim, but he's lost it for a reason. It's because it's come with so many metropolitan race wins and so much confidence that comes with that, and riding up to the uh, riding right up to the expectation that he now can meet these senior jockeys on set weight, and he's. Um, position in the premierships also reflecting that his, his strike rate on metropol- metropolitan tracks is reflecting that, and he's just got to keep keep uh, trusting the process. So, um, you know, we we, uh, we had that conversation there on Monday, and when he's faced with good opportunities, we're happy to support him and uh, and, and wish him well. That's a very good horse that he's riding for Hawks there, yes. trialing up very very nicely. Only been defeated once. Only been defeated once, Gareth. 
Very good. I think Wayne and the team are very happy that you let him ride this horse there on on Saturday. So um, I've, yeah. I've got to get to these two horses before I run out of time. I've got a Merc going around at Mooney Valley. Are you happy with him? Yeah, look, Merc ran well first up. He just got knocked off balance there at the top of the straight at Mooney Valley, which was um, which was not ideal for that big horse. But Centrefire really flew past him, didn't he? He was impressive yes. first up winning that race. But Merc was solid. Um, should be better for the run. And this is a small but select field. Uh, we can only say that we're looking to see another run well again before stepping up in distance. And it was the right choice to send in inhibitions to Mooney Valley there the other day, and she won nicely. Can she do it again in a stronger race in the Atlantic Jewel? Well, as you know, there was a lot to be said about inhibitions' performance there. Very good. In that three-year-old Phillies race, you know, the... the um, Quite a bit was made of how difficult it was to be pulling into the three and four wide lane before the turn. And she was exactly what uh, Ben Mellon was forced to do on inhibitions, considering the leader had the better of the horse that was parked outside her. And uh, and inhibitions got into the slow lane and still managed to reel in the the leader and and, and claim the race with a nice, healthy margin back to third. Uh, We're we're suspicious that... um, Look, that was a PB for inhibitions, and we're quite suspicious that she's gone on with it. She's improved. So um, third up now, after that good good break between the first and second runs, she's got an excellent platform and, uh, and sets up like a filly that she, she, she should um, should be capable of striking at, uh, at this level. Exciting times. The driver with you today, James? Not today. Oh, I no. I've got a bad feeling the driver could be in the nature strip Eduardo categories. Oh no! He's had, he's had moments of indiv- They say there's no I in the team, but there's five eyes in individual brilliance. And there have been there have been a number of instances of brilliance from him. But yes, uh, I think he, he might. You might need to give him a call because we will. We will. We'll have to sort out the driver. Down in the dumps. But yeah, give him a call. Uh, we will. Um, the text messages lighting up these days. Um, we'll have to see how he is there, James. But we appreciate your time as always. And um, we wish you the best of luck on a day that you have loved in previous years. And let's hope that can continue. All right. Thanks, Gary. You're a bloody star. There's James Cummings there. Seven minutes to nine o'clock. Let's take a quick break.